1: The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church.
2: It's Open Phone-In Friday. I'm David Anderson, and we get to talk for the next hour. Come on, let's enjoy ourselves. Let's go.
1: Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, an expert on race, religion, and relationships Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's
3: capital.
2: That's me, your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital, covering the entire DMV, Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of uh, West Virginia, Pennsylvania as well. How in the world are you on this Friday? Well, today's show is all about you. It's open phone in Friday. That means that you can call and ask me any question you want, and I can address any question you ask. I may not be able to answer any question, of course, but uh, we have the good book, The Word of God, we have smart listeners who know more than me, and and then we have the Spirit of God, and so we can maybe address the question and get you closer to an answer. We can always pray together as well and ask God to uh, give you the wisdom that you need, but uh, Fridays are reserved for you. You call me and ask any questions. so ask me any question now. Let me make clear who i am i 'm a pastor of a, a church I am a uh, author of several books on race relations and multicultural ministry, uh, most of all, and most importantly i 'm a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ and married to amber anderson and have three uh young adult kids so that gives you a little bit of background in case you want to ask a brother a question you know maybe from a man man's perspective or a spiritual question from a pastor's perspective or maybe even a business question uh, not that the church is a business but when you have uh, six or seven thousand people it becomes more of a operation too and i also run a consulting firm uh, and I'm the chancellor of a graduate school. So a little bit of academia in there as well. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. But most of all, you and me kicking it right here uh, on radio. So my number is 888-432-7434. All right, 888-4-3-4. Bridge one other thing some of you don't know, I served in the military eight years as a chaplain's assistant in the United States Army Reserve and also a graduate of the Air Force war College uh, there's a little bit of information you probably didn't know, and one other thing i'll throw out there because it's not in a normal resume kind of a conversation, and that is I am a uh, a African chief in uh, Nigeria. can you believe that? so go figure that one out right uh, conferred as a chief there in in Nigeria. So there you have it. A lot of stuff, right? Okay, let me bow for a word of prayer and then I just can't wait to talk to you. Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity you give us to have a conversation via technology, whether it's social media or whether it's radio. Uh, Thank you so very much for the wonderful uh, gift we have of communicating one to another in a free country. In Jesus' name we pray. Together everyone said amen and amen. There are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to Andersonspeaks.com or you can go to EmbraceGracism.com and there uh, you can find all the information uh, on me, okay? Also, I just want to give a shout out to my WAVA listeners. So wherever you are in the nation's capital, thanks for listening on 105.1 FM as well as my social media uh, folk. I'm waving to you now for those of you who can see me on YouTube Live and Facebook Live, uh, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Well, this is how we normally roll. You've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open phone and Fridays. That's today. On Marriage Monday, we talked about dirty laundry in marriage. How much do you tell your partner about your past and or even your present? On Tough Topic Tuesday, we talked about Super Tuesday and super stressful events. Uh, wondering if you're nervous, apathetic, or at peace when so much is going on uh, in the world, not only in politics but also in natural events and and uh, global diseases, right? Uh, and then Wisdom Wednesday, we talked about the wisdom of home improvement uh, with our guest Andrew Altman there, talking about uh, physical home improvement in your home regarding uh, waterproofing from the top, roofing, And the bottom, waterproofing. And then on uh, Thursday, I really enjoyed yesterday's topic. It's in that theological realm, right? Theological Thursday, we talked about the theology of end times. Uh, Do you think that we're living in the last days? And if so, how do you feel about it? And I also uh, gave you nine signs of the times. Uh, So according to what Jesus said. So love to hear your feedback on that. I think we may have even posted those nine signs Uh, on my facebook live page i need to go back and see if we did that all right um let's see let me give you the number and then i'm going to go to the phone lines um eight 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 four three two seven four three four all right let's go to fairfax virginia and talk to alan who's on the line hi alan it's dr anderson here how are you
4: i'm doing fine dr anderson good to talk to you
2: oh it's my pleasure thanks for hanging with me today what are you thinking
4: so we had a uh, question pop up in my small Bible study this week that we weren't able to really get down to the bottom of, and I wanted to uh, see what your take on it was. Okay. And the question and the question was this. Um, we were speaking about tithing, meaning one-tenth of our income is to be uh, donated to the church, mm-hmm. and we were trying to figure out if that was before or after taxes. Uh-huh. So, you know, it, it's a pretty— pretty big uh, chunk of change of your income if you're talking about after taxes. And uh-huh. so uh, we we're trying to get a definite answer on that.
2: Well, here's my answer, and I'm going to answer it with a question. How do you want God to bless you? Before in net or gross?
4: <laughs> and Yeah, absolutely. I was going to uh, bless me uh, grossly.
2: There you go. So you bless him gross, he'll bless you gross back. You get what you put in. You bless a net, you'll get net back. It's not a one-to-one because he blesses you over the math, way beyond the math. He will bless you in your marriage, bless you in your finances, bless you in your uh, relationships, and then bless you in prevention. He'll prevent the the pestilence from taking away from you, so that roof is going to last an extra five years. Uh, because he's going to prevent it from falling through. So I always tell people, uh, if you want God to bless you gross, then you gotta, you got to uh, sow the seed gross. And, of course, when he talks about your taxes, he's not talking about, I mean, when he talks about your tithes, he's not talking about after you've paid the government, after you've paid uh, Visa, American Express, MasterCard, mortgage. What happens is people put all their bills first, and then they leave God with the rest, and then they want to tithe on that. God is saying, "No, give me the first fruits. The fir- as soon as you as soon as you receive it, take 10% off of it." Now, you might say, "Well, I don't receive all of it because they take some taxes out." Well, again, if you're getting paid 50,000, it's real easy math. You start with 5,000 and divide that up uh through every paycheck and that's what you give the Lord. And that's really just the beginning. That's tithes. Then you have offerings. Offerings mean you're going to give above and beyond the tithes to whatever the Lord leads you to give to. So that's my take on it. What do you think about that answer, Alan?
4: I think it's a, a good answer. Um, <laughs> I, I would just follow up. I would just follow up with this. What, what would you say to someone who's barely making it and doesn't see uh, doesn't see it realistically to be able to survive and 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 do that
2: as well. I would say uh, give to the level of your cheer and your faith. In other words, the scripture says, if you don't give cheerfully, don't give grudgingly. God doesn't want it. So give to the level of your cheer because 10% is an Old Testament rule. It's no longer, and, and it becomes a New Testament principle, right? So um, let me change that. Old old Testament practices become New Testament principles, So the Old Testament practice was 10%, but the New Testament principle is yeah, 10% off the top, but really God owns 100% of it. So then God says, just give me whatever you are cheerful about. So if if you're cheerful about 2%, give 2%, because if you give 2% cheerfully and the other 8% grudgingly, it doesn't count anyway. It's not really 10%, you know, and so you want to give to the level of your cheer so you don't feel guilt giving or grudge giving. Now, I would also say, give to your level of faith. What that could mean is my level of cheer is 5%. My level of faith is 8%, which means an extra 3% I'm giving, not out of grudge, out of faith. Like, God, I'm I'm holding on to your word here. And I'm exercising my faith. Now, everybody doesn't have that level of faith. And so give to the level of cheer, start there, and then start adding your level of faith. And then watch what God does. Once God does it, it's going to change your whole calculus of how you uh, think about money. The the last thing I'll say, Alan, is what I say to people is start with something small, even if it's twenty dollars. And what you do when you give that twenty dollars, you say a prayer. God, here's twenty dollars I'm putting in. If I see any extra increase between now and the next time I put in my next tithe, I promise you I'm going to give you 10% of the gross of that increase. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Amen. All right. So with that, I'm I'm going to take that. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say what that does is it puts God to the test and God says you can put Him to the test when it comes to this particular issue. It's the only place in all of scripture where God says you're allowed to test me. And this is the area where we're actually allowed to test him.
4: I'm going to take that answer back to my group. I appreciate your time, and you have a blessed weekend.
2: Back at you, my friend. Way to kick my show off. That's Alan in Fairfax, Virginia. As soon as I come back from my break, I'm going to Silver Spring. I'm going to Bowie. And I'm coming to you, by the way. If you want to grab one of these lines, this is the time to get in where you fit in. Here's my number, 888 43 bridge
5: Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. You've been in your home for 15 plus years. You know people who've dealt with a leaky roof and you know what a mess it can be. Let us take a look at your roof before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing.
3: Best Buy Waterproofing Before the
6: Water We hear it all the time. I've tried about every diet. I lose 10 pounds and that's it. I want to lose 30 pounds or more. At Wellness Weight Loss Center, we know that nothing motivates like results, and our success proves it. You will lose weight and keep it off, guaranteed. Fast and safe weight loss strategies, all directed by a physician. Take your weight loss journey with us. Lose 15, 20, 50 pounds or more. Schedule your free consultation today. Your weight loss guaranteed at wellnessweightlosscenter.com.
1: You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word Inspire to nine seven zero zero zero. That's I N S P I R E to nine seven zero zero zero. And now back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
2: That's me. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm hanging out with you uh, on this open phone on Friday, so anything you want to talk to me about is fair game. By the way, uh, you know, we're praying about in my church where we're going to be opening up other campuses. I don't know where you live, but if you feel like a Bridgeway campus that's multicultural uh, with my teaching could fit in your community, I'd love for you to shoot me an email and just let me know. I don't care where you are. If you can hear my voice, I want to hear from you info at dot that is my email address info info at Speaks, uh, dot com. do you feel like a church campus is needed uh, in your particular area I'd love to hear from you now today is open phone and Friday so anything you want to talk to me about is fair game and before I go right back to the phone lines let me just give a big plug for the wellness weight loss system uh, that center is really helping people and it can help you as well uh, it's the Wellness Weight Loss Center. They are uh, in the uh, Howard County area, and they said if you give them a call, uh, they're going to work with you, and they literally walk with you through uh, your weight loss journey. So call them at 410-312-9355, but you want to make sure you tell them that you're one of my listeners from, uh, from Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. All right, let's go to Silver Spring, Maryland and talk to Anonymous, who's on the line. Hey, Anonymous, it's Dr. Anderson here. How are you?
7: Hello, so how are you doing? I'm fine, oh, thank
2: you. I'm fine as well. What are you thinking today, sir?
7: Uh, what's about the, uh, the money that we give back to the church? Yes, sir. Give back to God through the church. Mm-hmm. So um, church came to me um, and gave me a document to when I do my taxes. Okay. To, you know. Um, and I didn't agree with it. I said, uh, I don't think the church should give me that. Okay. Because if I'm retur- returning to God what he gave me, why am going to get a discount out of the IRS and something that was never mine? Uh-huh. So I was just wondering what, what you think about that because I thought if I'm giving back to God, why now I'm going to tell the IRS, look, out of uh, $70,000, seven thousand dollars i gave it back to church i shouldn't pay taxes on that i think i should i don't know i don't know why i have to excuse myself tax wise about that money if i you know i i mean i'm just i'm just getting back money from the money i gave to the church and i don't think that's that's correct
2: understood forgive Uh, me if i'm wrong yeah you know hey do this for me when they give you the money back if you do get the money back when they give you the money back, use it to bless the Lord and advance the kingdom of God. So if that money is recycled back to you, it's not a bad thing. It's not wrong. The government's giving, it, giving you a tax break. Take it. It's a gift. But every gift you give from the Lord, say, God, how can I now use this to bless you? So let's just say you get $3,000 back in taxes at the end of the year because of the money that you have spent and the deductions, the deductions you took. And you get that $3,000 check. Uh, on April 15th or May 15th, whenever you get it, that's a blessing. Pay tithes on that and then ask God, how can I use this to bless my family, bless the kingdom, move forward? So don't reject any gift that's coming to you. Just be a good steward of it. That's my two cents on it. What do you think, Anonymous?
7: I, I yeah I, I think you have a point. I just cannot give it back to the church because then the cycle is going to repeat it again next year. You know, because they're going like, to give me a black man again. That's okay.
2: Give it back to the church. So. Give it back to the church if that's where God leads you. Why? Because God is also the God of timing. Have you ever um, found money in your drawer or found money in your account that you didn't realize you had or is in your pocket, and it's three months yeah. three months later after you got it? When you got it. When that happened, did you say, wow, I can't believe I, I forgot this check, but guess what? I really need it now. Like, God, in other words, God's timing is perfect. And so if $3,000 comes in and you give your tithe to the church or to somebody else, however God leads you, that just means it's all about the timing. So don't try to calculate what they do with taxes. You just give because God knows when your church needs it. He knows when somebody in the body of Christ needs it. Sometimes I'll bless people and say, hey, listen, here's a couple hundred dollars. Uh, This is a gift from God. I don't know why he told me to give it to you, but I've been looking to give this away as as an offering. And sometimes people are blown away by that. And I just have to trust it's the timing of God. All right? Thank you. All right, my friend. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Let's go to Bowie, Maryland and talk to Lynette, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Lynette. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you?
8: Hi, how are you?
2: Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking?
8: That's wonderful. Um, My question is a marriage and money question. Okay. I'm uh, thinking about getting married. Okay. And as part of that discussion, we've talked about the fact that we would likely move into the house that I currently reside in. Okay. Um,
2: Is it a nice house? So
8: part of that discussion was, like, when you get married, we would assume that you would add the other person's name to the deed um, as well as to the loan. Um, But the discussion came up around the deposit that was placed on the house. Do you think that it is, I guess, Ethical, godly to ask the spouse who isn't living in the current home to add to that deposit when they come on board. Hopefully my question makes sense.
2: Well, it depends if it makes sense. I need some questions answered. Is it okay. a is it a house that you already live in? Yes. Is it have you already put down the deposit?
8: Yeah, yeah. I'm already, you know, I've been living here for several years.
2: Gotcha. Okay, so you're already in it. So I wouldn't ask your spouse-to-be to give you any money with regard to the deposit at all. What I would do is make sure that he's bringing in enough money so he can pay the mortgage. Is he going to help with the mortgage? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yes. So that's a go-forward basis. The deposit is in the past. That was a deposit you paid to live there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that helpful to you?
8: Yeah, uh huh. It's I just try to get opinions on it. So yes, yeah. it is definitely
2: helpful. Th- that is my opinion on it. That's in the past. It's just like if you got a car, uh, you put right. a down payment on a car, and now you're paying every month. And now the, the dude's using your car. You're not gonna go back and say, well, you know what? Could you pay for the gas that I used? <laughs> uh you know last year or the deposit I put down. You now own it. I put on, I put the word own in air quotes. I know the bank owns the house, but you right. now own it. And so now the question is if, if we're gonna live together, how do we pay the bills from this point on?
8: And then that that person coming in's name, you you should also make sure that their information gets put on the deed and the loan. Is, is that also your opinion?
2: Uh, it depends. Uh on the <laughs> on the quality and the integrity of the person who I'm going to put on this house. I know that sounds weird to say that, but now I'm just talking to you like a brother. Okay. Yes. And that is, I don't know, dude. (laughs) I don't know if this is his second marriage. I don't know if it's your second marriage. Uh, how if this thing doesn't work in five years or 10 years, if his name is on that house, then what happens now? I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm saying, this is worth a discussion of, well, let me just ask you a couple more questions. Is this your first marriage?
8: It is my first marriage. Is it, it would be his second marriage.
2: It would be his second marriage. Is his first wife, uh, did she die or is she still living?
8: Uh, she's still alive.
2: Okay. Um, any children in the house?
8: Uh, yes, I have a daughter.
2: You have a daughter. And then does he have any kids coming into the house?
8: He is, has children, but they would not be moving with
2: him. And is he demanding to be on the um on the title? He's not
8: demanding. It's just a discussion um that we're having. Excellent. But he's not demanding
2: it. Excellent. So then what I would do, if if it's just a discussion, if he's like if he's not saying, Hey, honey, I need to be on this title. This is our, our life together and we need to do other if he's not really pushing that, then what I would say is, honey, this is our house together and you know, let's talk about Uh, putting your name on the title, if we agree to stay here after we've been married uh, however many years. How long before the daughter's leaving?
8: Uh, My daughter is in 10th
2: grade. She's in 10th grade, so she might be gone in the next three to five years. Is that right?
8: Yeah, we expect that she would certainly be going to college.
2: So what I might do, again, as your brother talking to you, what I might do is say, hey, listen, we don't know if we're going to stay here. Uh, once uh, daughter leaves so let's do this you move in we make our house together we bond together but if we decide to move the next house we get together we'll do it together but if okay. we decide to remain in this house after she leaves then yes let's put you on the title but let's make sure this thing is going to work out before we do that now if that makes them feel some kind of way like you don't trust them or whatever I wouldn't fight over it Um, but I think it's a conversation worth having because you are going to have a transition in three to five years. So why go and do all that work and put the title on, and then you're just going to sell it again, and his credit comes on to your stuff, your credit goes on to his stuff. Uh, It may just not be a bad idea to say, hey, the next three to five-year window, we're going to move anyway, and when we move, let's get something together, honey.
8: Well, I definitely appreciate uh, your perspective
2: and the information that you gave. There you go, Lynette. God bless you as you make these decisions. It's just my two cents. You asked the brother for the info. I gave you what I thought, and I want to talk to you. Maybe maybe what I think might help you or make you feel better about what you think because what I thought was not good. That's cool with me, too. Give me a call, 888-432-7434.
5: if I could only imagine and Mercy Me's Bart Millard. Now we have an artist who's had 32 number one singles. Let's welcome Jeremy Camp. On March
1: 13th. They're getting married. I'm supposed to be with her. I can't explain it. I just know that. Based on the
5: inspiring true story. You chose to walk into the fire with her. That's what love is. I Still Believe. I still believe. Starring K.J. Appa, Rit Robertson, Shania Twain, and Gary Sinise. Rated PG, parental guidance suggested. In theaters March 13th. Go to IStillBelieveMovie.com.
0: If you've even thought about replacing your heating and AC system, now is the time. A-Action is offering our lowest prices of the year. Why? Because this is our slowest time of year. We have to keep our techs busy. That's why we're offering special pricing with zero interest. These are high-efficiency systems with great warranties. Call today to get your free estimate. 703-922-1900. 703 922 1900.
1: WAVA's half-priced Christian school tuition discount program is back. Save half on tuition for fall enrollment. Help shape your child's or grandchild's faith and moral fiber while giving them the education they need. Go to WAVA.com and click on the school bus image. Call WAVA with any questions. Christian school tuition for half the regular price. Currently with schools in Falls Church, Fairfax, Laurel, and Frederick. At adding schools weekly at wava.com. WAVA-FM is heard on HD Radio at 105.1 FM
5: HD1 or on iHeart. Tune in and now on radio.com. Everyone deserves a good story. That's why Family Fiction is devoted to compiling and celebrating Christian stories of all kinds with a newsletter, digital magazine, and updates. Find it all at familyfiction.com.
6: Listen to the Bible Study Hour with James Boyce Sunday mornings at 8 on 105.1 FM WAVA
9: Currently get regular structured settlement or annuity payments from an insurance company for a personal injury, auto accident claim, wrongful death, or inheritance? If so, you don't have to wait for months or even years to get the cash you need now to cover urgent expenses like debts, tuition, medical bills, or exciting events like a new baby or down payment on a home. With over 25 years experience, J.G. Wentworth, the country's leader in structured settlement purchasing, has helped thousands of people get the cash they need. Call today at 800 741 29. We offer flexible options that pay you a lump sum of cash for a portion of your payments, ensuring you get the money you need now while still receiving future payments from your structured settlement or annuity. And unlike others, J.G. Wentworth is a direct funder and can streamline the process, helping you get the lump sum of cash you need faster. For your free cash now quote, call 800-741-5929. That's 800-741-5929. 800-741-5929.
2: Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're in the second half of the show. Welcome. It's open phone-in Friday, so anything you want to talk to me about is fair game. Any question you want to ask me, I can address it. Uh, Whether I can answer it or not, I always say we've got the good book, the Word of God, and a lot of smart listeners, so it's not all resident with me, but hopefully we can give you something that will push you down the road a little bit. So thanks a lot for hanging with me. Let me give you the phone number, and then I'm going to go to Silver Spring, Maryland. Here's my number, 888 432 All right, let's go to Lucy. Lucy's in Silver Spring, Maryland. How are you today, Miss Lucy? Hello. Hello, Miss Lucy. You're on the air.
10: Hi, Pastor Anderson. Thank you for taking my call.
2: My pleasure.
10: Can I ask you a two part question? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> it's, okay, you're going to be doing most of the talking anyway.
3: Um,
2: <laughs> okay.
10: One thing is, is how do you feel about Instead of um, the term mental illness, how do you feel about the term brain health?
2: Brain health. I like it. I like, the, uh, what? I like it. Yeah, I, I don't know if I would make it a substitute, but I, I sure like brain health. But let me tell you what I think of when you say it. When you, when you say brain health, what I'm thinking of is preventative things to make my brain uh, strong, healthy, and sharp. When you say mental illness, it makes me feel like there is some kind of a defect or a disease that is preventing my brain from working in the way that people's brains typically work. So I don't think that they're synonyms, but I do like the term brain health.
10: Okay. It's like, you know, an option to the stigma that comes along with mental illness as a as a term. Uh-huh. I heard it from
3: Dr. Amon.
2: Anyways. Well, then, okay. you know, then and you might that. have to go with brain health and then brain unhealth, you know, or brain sickness. Yes. But we, we don't want to mask if there is a sickness or an illness and somebody picks up a gun and they start shooting uh, at, at some kids. We we, we don't want to say, well, that person has bad, you know, brain health. We want to say there's something wrong there and it needs attention.
3: Yes,
10: absolutely. Yes,
2: sir. Okay. Second okay, part question. The
10: second part of been, um. About the coronavirus, yes. I actually heard it out of the the mouth of our county executive in Montgomery County because I was at an AIM meeting, action in Montgomery,
3: okay. and I
10: was wondering if you had any scriptures um, that that you could pass along to me, how to deal with these uh, fearful end of time possibility things.
2: So the the scripture that I lean on always whenever one has anxiety, and that anxiety can come from. Uh, whether there's a global virus or whether there is a tornado or hurricane or loss in one's county uh, because of some sickness, mental illness, or somebody shooting, right? So okay. here is my go-to verse, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 8. I'll quote it for you. Okay. Philippians 4, Three. 6 through 8, it says, you ready? Yes, sir. Do not be anxious about anything, but in all things. Through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I won't break it all down, but listen to that last part. Guard your hearts and your mind. Your heart is what you feel. Your mind's what you think in Christ Jesus. And whenever he guards your, your feelings and your thoughts in Christ Jesus, he gives you peace because Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And he exchanges the anxiety and the fear with peace. And that's what we need in, at times like this. Is that helpful?
10: Absolutely. And very much. Beautiful scripture. Thank you so much. You got it. Thanks for all you can do.
2: Oh, bless you, Miss Lucy from Silver Spring. Okay, listen, I'm going to run to my break now as soon as I get back. George uh, Herman, if you're still there from King George, Virginia, you're my first one when I come back. I want the rest of you to get in now while you can. We've got a few minutes left. My number, 888-43-BRIDGE.
12: all the time i've tried about every diet i lose 10 pounds that's it i want to lose 30 pounds or more at wellness weight loss center we know that nothing motivates like results and our success proves it you will lose weight and keep it off guaranteed fast and safe weight loss strategies all directed by a physician take your weight loss journey with us and lose 15 20 50 pounds or more schedule your free consultation today your weight loss guaranteed at wellnessweightlosscenter.com
2: real talk with dr david anderson open phone in friday so feel free to give me a call 888-432-7434 uh, let's go to herman in king george virginia how you doing herman good how you doing oh i'm alive and grateful what are you thinking today i'm just
13: calling to uh, tell you something for everything that you've done for me when i was uh incarcerated in uh i detention center okay uh, you know, just you know, the Lord was working through you. Oh, uh, You know, a lot of my brothers were there listening to your station. And, uh, you know, ever since then, I've, I've just been listening to you. And I'm just, you know, like you said, uh, I think one time you said God works the social media. And he sure does. And, uh, you know, I found Jesus again. Mm. I'm just calling to tell you thank you.
2: Aren't you kind. Wow. So you were listening in the detention center and uh, God was using the show to touch you. And, and now you're back with him again. Is that what I heard? Yes, sir. Wow, that just makes my heart feel really good, Herman. How are you doing now?
13: I'm doing good. I'm, a, I'm actually I'm a recovering addict. I'm working on eighteen months getting clean, and uh, I did six months. And uh, I thought going in it was taking two steps backwards, and actually I took two steps forward. Mm. So it was a blessing in disguise. And, uh, you know, every day I would pray. And, um, you know, I dropped my knee. Like I said, uh, I had, you know, a spiritual right awakening. Just you know, just listen to your show. I mean, you know, just, you know, just the Lord's working through you, man. And I'm uh, just, I'm grateful for you. Really, I'm grateful for
2: you. Wow. Well, man, that touches my heart, makes me want to keep going. So I'll do it just because of people like you, Herman. Okay. Thank you. Blessings to you. May the Lord be with you, my brother. Thanks for calling. That was Herman from King George, Virginia. I hope it encourages you too, as it has encouraged me that uh, God is using our time together. Praise the Lord. All right, let's go to Lesby, Maryland, and talk to Levon, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Levon. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hello, sir. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Oh, praise God. What's up with you?
14: Well, I had a question. Um, I wanted to know, how do you know if you're walking the path that God wants for you?
2: Hmm. How do you know if you're walking the path God wants for you? Well, you know, a couple of things, I think, and I don't always have this right myself, but I was just talking to some folk today. God opens doors and you walk through them by faith, but God also closes doors behind you. And uh, sometimes it's not until a door is closed that you realize that you are on the path. In other words, you may be even mad that God closed the door. Uh, But then once that door is closed, all of a sudden you see something in front of you and you're doing something and you realize, oh, my gosh, he closed that door on purpose so that I would go in this direction. So part of God's move in our life is that he is moving us even when we don't know it uh, and moving us on his path, even though we may not understand it. So there's a there's a trust in God that I'm on his path as long as I'm connected to him. That's one thing. The second thing, though, is the testimony of my own spirit, where I have peace in my heart with what I'm doing. Uh, the third thing is other people affirming that my gifts are being used, that my talents are being used, and they're being encouraged, like that call that just came before. A person was encouraged by my show as they were listening to it while they were in uh, incarcerated, and now they're closer to God as a result of it. That's an affirmation no matter what the devil says that you should stop doing this show, you should stop doing ministry, you should stop, You maybe you ought to go do this or go do that. One of the things I know is that when I have that affirmation to say God is using me, that I'm on the right path because the devil often wants to get you off of God's path to get you distracted doing something else. Is that helpful? Okay. Is because that helpful? I,
14: I bring that to you because I'm an older female who has been um, gone back to school and I'm studying and so i've completed all my studies and i have to take a major exam to go to the next level so i took the exam originally and i failed it and i went back and i'm about to take that exam again so i'd ask god and i said you know if this was not what you wanted for me and i was on the wrong path and there was something else out there that you wanted me to do to take the daily desire to want to follow this path away from me Mm -hmm. and put me you know give me a different desire you know just take it from me altogether He's made the desire even stronger, and I've continued to, like, pursue my path. And so I just wanted to make sure that I was in the right direction. Now, when I passed this exam, I made no bargain with him. I just said, wherever you wanted to put me, because mm-hmm. I'm going to be practicing medicine, mm-hmm. wherever you wanted to put me, I'll go. Yeah. You know, where, whatever, wherever you wanted me to be to combine medicine and faith together, because um, I believe that you should be able to um, – you give yeah. people medicine, but you should also be able to explain to them sometimes why they are, they're in the position that they are.
3: I love that it. That they're in. I love sometimes,
14: it. Um, your religious belief can come together and yeah. you can make sense of that to a patient, and they understand why they should change their behavior. I love so it. I want to be able to teach and practice medicine in the same breath. Good. But I cannot go further until I pass this exam. Well, so I'm at the point now where I'm going to take this exam for the second time. Excellent. Um and I have a I have a Bible study that we meet and my Bible study um prayer warriors have been praying over me and stuff. But I just wanted to make sure that I was in the right direction and I was doing what he wanted me to do sure. and not just operating on my own.
2: It sounds to me like you're doing the that's right thing where the question comes It from. sounds to me like you're doing the right thing and that you were discouraged when you failed the first time which made you question it. And that's nothing but the enemy. Um you got to study harder. You got to go past this test. And if you fail it again, take it again, but you're going to pass it and you're going to do great. And then you're going to look back and say, because I failed it the first time, somehow that was working out for my good. I don't know why right now, but my guess is it's going to be somebody in the future that's going to need to hear that story. Uh, and it's going to bless them. And you're going to be like, uh-huh. That's why God let me, uh, let me fail that thing because it's been such an encouragement to other people who think I'm so smart and think I'm so successful, but the reality is most people who are successful have a lot of failures before they succeed. And so don't allow that failure uh, of the test to cause you to now question whether this is the path God has for you because it's clear it is. You just got to work harder and and pass the test, okay?
14: Okay, I thank you so much for your insight it's just amazing thank you so much you've got it i'm glad about your show i was at your anniversary party you
9: were yay
14: i was thank you anyway we had a grand time did we get a picture together and i support your ministry absolutely
2: did we get a picture together did i give you a hug
14: um you did you did absolutely i have a picture of you i didn't post it but i have a picture of you. excellent good (laughs) good on my phone (laughs) oh great
2: well at some point at some point i want you to post it so i can put the name to the face and remember you okay
14: all right, take I care, Miss LeVon. Thank you so much for your time.
2: Blessings to you. Thanks for hanging with me. Let's go to Charlestown, West Virginia, and talk to Peter, who's on the line. Hello, Mr. Peter. How are you today?
3: I'm doing fine, Dr. Anderson. Praise the Lord.
2: Praise the Lord. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking?
3: Well, I just have a comment for the guy that had the question about the taxes and not taking the, the uh, deduction yeah. for his contribution to the church. Yeah, he has to realize that if he doesn't take the deduction, the government gets to keep that money. Uh-huh. Nine times out of ten, it's never going to go to the church.
2: Oh, that's a good point. That's a real good point. You, you know, get that money back, so, and then you can use it for the Lord. But if you give it to the government, it may not be used for the Lord, right?
3: Exactly. It's <laughs> Not many. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey that's a really good thought i hadn't even thought about that that's why i'm so glad i have smart callers to help me out that's really good insight peter thank you so much
3: thank you dr anderson and, and continue your good
2: work you've got it blessings to you wow good stuff let's go to Ogo in greenbelt maryland hello Ogo. how are you today
15: i'm good thank you and you
2: oh i'm alive and grateful thanks for calling what are you thinking
15: thank you yeah, I'm calling concerning, uh, what ha- this happened uh, in 2018, so I went to the bank, and uh, I did some transaction, and at, at the end of it, I requested for the balance, and when I saw the balance, it, it was higher than what it was supposed to be.
3: Mm-hmm. So when
15: I looked, I found out that my employer paid 1870 something dollars into my account. Mm-hmm. And I know this is not for the job I did. Um, I was like, "Wow, I saved the money." But after <laughs> that, something is telling me that I have to go to them and tell them that something like that happened.
3: Okay. So when
15: I I I I, I, I spoke to people around me and they were like, "Miracle happens." Then I, I was like, <laughs> "That was a miracle." <laughs> If that was a miracle, at least I have to talk to them then, if they say that that money is just for you,
3: uh-huh. at
15: least I'll have peace of mind that I'm eating that I ate the money right. that was mine
3: uh-huh so, so I what spoke happened? To a lady
15: in my church so I spoke to a lady I joined this uh group prayer group at Cornerstone, so I spoke to one of our uh, prayer groups, okay, and she told me that. Sometimes we don't know that disobedience is what God doesn't want.
2: Uh-huh. That
15: since my mind, something that that God talking to me to go to them and confess and tell them that this happened. So okay. Did you do I it? I the money because I needed it. Um, I, I I told her that okay I'll go there on that day. But later I said okay let me place it. Let me. Put it in prayer so that the punishment or whatever they would do to me won't be. Uh-huh. Okay. Because I don't have the cash to pay now. So, so what you do? I don't know what to do. I don't have the money to pay. You haven't I've done not it. Gone there. I'm planning
2: to. You haven't done it. Okay, listen. I gotta yeah. go. I have to go to my break. When I get back, I'm gonna tell you uh, what I think you ought to do. Okay. Uh,
3: okay.
2: Hold okay. on. We'll be right back. Uh,
3: <laughs> Turn it up. Turn it up. Turn go get his white boy on. Walk away.
0: The, the poet longfellow once said give what you have to someone it may be better than you dare think and that is true when it comes to your gift in our campaign with food to the poor folks Think about it. Your one-time gift of just $320 or $27 a month for 12 months will actually give food for a year and water for life to a family of four in Guatemala. A one-time gift of $640 will do that for two families. Or a gift of $80 will provide that for one needy child. $160 for two children. Whatever you can give, would you call 855-860-4673 right now with your gift? That's 855-860-4673. 855-860-HOPE. Or just go to WAVA.com and click on the Food for the Poor banner. Because Longfellow really was right when he said, give what you have to someone it may be better than you dare think. Just call 855-860-4673 or give online at WAVA.com.
12: Message and data rates may apply. Individual results vary. Exclusions apply. Contacts and glasses are such a hassle. I'd love to finally get LASIK, but... I'm going to stop you right there. If you want LASIK, then the LASIK Vision Institute has officially taken away everything standing in your way. Isn't LASIK expensive? Not at the LASIK Vision Institute. We're offering dramatically low prices, as low as $220 per eye, and an absolutely free consultation. See for free if LASIK is right for you by texting FOCUS to 350350. But I'm really busy. A text only takes seconds. And the LASIK procedure typically only takes 15 minutes. And best of all, most patients can get back to work the following day. I had no idea. The LASIK Vision Institute uses the latest FDA-approved LASIK technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 20-20 vision. We've performed over 1.3 million procedures. That's experience you can trust for as little as $220 per eye. What's that text again? Text FOCUS to 350350. That's F-O-C-U-S to 350-350 to schedule your free consultation today.
16: Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. Andersonspeaks.com.
2: And thank you so very much for your support. I appreciate you. And don't forget, we have a Saturday show tomorrow at 7 p.m. on WAVA for 30 minutes. You don't want to miss that. All right, let's go back to Greenbelt, Maryland. Ogo is on the line. So uh, Ogo, bottom line is uh, there was yeah. extra money put into your account by your employer. You spent the money. Now you feel guilty. Want to know if you should go back and tell them. My answer is yeah. yeah, yes. Go back and tell them what happened. Say, hey, look, I had an extra thousand bucks in my account. Was that on purpose? Were you giving me a bonus? Were you trying to bless me? And l- let them answer you. They may say it was a mistake. They may say, you know what? Don't worry about it. They may say, uh, you know, that's a bonus for you, who knows, but let them respond and and then say, well, since it was your mistake, are we good to go? Am I free? If they say, no, we want you to pay the money back Then say, okay, well put me on an installment plan and I'll try to pay you back when I can, but it was your mistake, not mine. So because if it's a, if it's a mistake, because it was their mistake, don't let them penalize you because you can't pay it back. All right. You didn't know, uh, at the time you thought you were being blessed and then you thought about it more, and like, hang on, maybe this is not right, but the bottom line is um, coming clean with them is the best thing you can do, and they'll just trust you more, okay?
15: Okay, okay.
2: All right, Ogo. Thank
15: you so much, I remember.
2: Oh, my pleasure. God bless you now. Let me go to my last caller. I've got one minute left. This is April from Columbia, Maryland. Hi, April. Hi. um, I'm calling because I'm
8: just hoping to get some advice on uh, you know, how to know when it's time to move on from a church okay and if there's a way to really tell if there's the difference between being church hurt or whether or not you know god is really leading you to leave
3: a certain place
2: gotcha okay let me answer that very quickly i'm gonna let you listen on the air because i know we're about to end the show but uh i think that you got to pray about whether you leave and if god is moving you um then you need to tell the pastor or tell your ministry leader, write a letter, say thank you and goodbye. But you got to make sure God is telling you to leave because if it's church hurt, what that means is you got to, you have conflict and you got to deal with the conflict after you deal with the conflict. If you still feel like it's uh, God's calling you to leave, then that's a different story. But if you leave and you have unresolved conflict, that's not a reason to leave. Uh, That's a reason to disobey because what people do is when they're hurt, they just slide out, which is not what God is, told us to do. In Matthew 18, God teaches us, if you got a problem with somebody, if somebody has a problem with you, get it right at the church. Don't just leave. That's my two cents on it. I hope I helped you. Hey, listen, the show is over, but my love for you is not. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for this show, for the connections we get to make. And I just pray for every one of my listeners, including Stel, Faye, Romero, Brown, and Re- Re- Rebecca Rodriguez, and Linda Jensky Iskerzak, and Connie Robinson, all of my Facebook people. Bless them in a special way. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen.
4: READ